Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. 17 Christian missionaries have escaped their kidnappers in Haiti. A hospital stops transgender sterilizing injections for kids. And a court rules that Christian photographers cannot decline gay weddings. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. We have a praise report after God has answered our prayers. About a month ago, we prayed on this show for the freedom of 17 Christian missionaries who have been kidnapped in Haiti by thugs and gang members, and now all 17 Christians have been released and sent back to America. ABC reports that most recently, 12 of the 17 missionaries who were abducted in Haiti managed to escape and they got away on their own, according to a report from their own organization to the BBC. The group escaped their captors in the middle of the night and they used the stars for navigation to trek through a dense bush undergrowth for hours, according to their spokesman, at Christian Aid Ministries. The victory announcement was given after the final members of the group were finally set free. They've been in captivity ever since October. And the gang of drug dealers that had seized them and demanded a ransom wanted a million dollars per hostage. It is not clear if any of the money was paid, but in total, 17 missionaries and their families had been abducted. After they had visited an orphanage in the town of Ganthier, east of the capital, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. We talked about the 12 escaping in the middle of the night, but previously five others had already been released. Their ordeal brought international attention to Haiti's growing problem of gang abductions and a spokesman, Weston Showalter, reported the following at a news conference in Ohio. He said, quote, when they sensed the timing was right, they found a way to open the door that was closed and blocked. They fled silently to the path that they had chosen to follow and left the place where they were held, end quote. Uh, Weston also said, the group included a married couple. Weston also said, quote, the group included a married couple, a 10 year old, excuse me, a 10 month old baby and children aged three, 15 and 14. There were also four adult men and two women. They traveled through the woods and thickets, working their way through thorns and briars, end quote, and he explained how the group, including all of the children, remained silent during the ordeal. Even the 10-month-old infant was silent as he was wrapped in protective clothing. 
to protect against the prickly briars and thorns. One of the escapees was quoted as saying the following, quote, two hours were through fierce brambles. They were in gang territory the whole hike, end quote. Around dawn, they found a person with a phone who helped them to call authorities. The group was later flown back to Florida on a US Coast Guard flight. Christian Aid Ministries reported this and now most of them have been returned to their families in Ohio and America. That's the news. It's a victory report from BBC. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. Let's say you're um, a Christian missionary and you're serving orphans in Haiti. That's literally what they were there to do, right? To share the gospel, but also to care for children and teach them the Bible and literacy and make sure they get food. We're doing a lot of that same work in India today. But here these Christians personally went and do you think they were following the voice of the spirit of God in their sacrifice? I'm sure sometimes they heard a tempting message. Don't go there, it's too dangerous. Those children uh, are, are not worth the, the risk that you take with your lives if you're in gang territory. Uh, just go ahead and stay home, don't be a missionary. No, they reject, rejected the voice of the devil and they listened to the voice of God. Those kidnappers on the other hand had a choice. They could have listened to the voice of God saying, you know what, not only should you not harass the missionaries, but you should help them feed the orphans in your own community, build up your community, teach the next generation to read, encourage schooling and literacy. Instead, they listen, instead of listening to the voice of God, those kidnappers listen to the voice of Satan. And they said, not only should you not care about the orphans or their literacy, but you should persecute the Christians who are trying to educate them and kidnap them and demand ransom for greed. Well, that demonic spirit was inside of one group and the angelic or, or Holy Spirit was inside of the other group. Can you distinguish where the non-human spirits are residing? They're inside the people in this story. The Bible says this in John eight, and thanks be to God, Jesus set them free because it says, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed not just physical freedom, but spiritual freedom from sin. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray even for the persecutors, the kidnappers, that they will now repent of their sins and receive the same freedom in Jesus Christ from their sins that was already in resident in the missionaries. Father, we pray for your freedom, your spiritual freedom to impact even those who are in bondage to the devil. We pray this in Jesus name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a hospital stops transgender sterilizing injections to kids. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there, and we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, 
I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly, I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. And your generosity, when you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from LifeSite News, who reports that a hospital, after a lot of protests against the hospital, has finally stopped their transgender program, which was offering permanent sterilizing hormones to children. LifeSite News says that a top transgender clinic in Texas that provided dangerous experimental transgender drugs to children has now been shut down after months of protest and pushback by conservative activists and local parents. Dallas Children's Medical Center and the UT Southwestern Medical Center were doing these heinous experiments on children and now they have quietly shuttered their program it was known as the Gender Education and Care Interdisciplinary Support. That's an acronym that spells Genesis. They're even insulting the first book of the Bible with that acronym. But late last month, the Dallas Express reports that Children's Medical Center and UT Southwestern have now said they will continue to accept new patients for evaluations of gender dysphoria, but they will no longer offer transgender hormone drugs which have had the effect of permanent sterilization of some teens and children, permanently altering their ability to have children in the future. The statement added the following, quote, pediatric endocrinology, psychiatry, and adolescent young adult care coordinated through Genesis are now managed and coordinated through each specialty department End quote. In other words, the program is disbanded and every department can go back to what they were doing before, which is providing normal care to confused young men and women. Hospital officials caved in and uh, amid blistering pressure from Texas parents after weeks of protest aimed directly at hospital board members and big donors to that hospital were being alerted and alarmed and they got the policy reversed. 
There was an activist group behind all of those phone calls to the big donors and it was called Save Texas Kids, a local parents group. And they issued a statement saying the following, quote, thanks to Save Texas Kids volunteers, the abusive Genesis facility has been disbanded. Hundreds of kids will be able to stay kids and grow out of their gender dysphoria and enjoy the bodies God has given them instead of suffering the harm of these abusive and crippling procedures. While Save Texas Kids celebrates this announcement, we fear that some of these procedures will continue covertly. Thus we are demanding UTSW and Children's Medical hold to their commitment of not prescribing any form of hormone therapy for minors and refraining from referring children to other facilities that could perform such procedures, end quote. Texas Mass Resistance also helped with this protest, uh, which began protesting Genesis way back in March. This was a 10 month effort and they finally celebrated the demise of the program, calling it a big victory for the pro-family movement and for kids. That's the news, our thanks to LifeSite News for that report. Uh, we are so thankful for Texas Mass Resistance and those Christian activists who are out there employing, uh, maybe they've never read a copy of my book, but they're employing the same principles that we talk about in the book that I've written, How to Liberate the World. We offer step-by-step guide to take back your country. And in our book, we have 30 powerful political tools that people will use and can use, you ordinary citizens can use to change bad policies just like this. Can you imagine the, the Save Texas Kids phone bank volunteers sitting around and doing the research and making the phone calls to those hospital board members, to those big donors to the hospital and saying, you know what? Maybe you wanna withhold your next foundation check to that hospital unless they stop injecting kids with sterilizing hormones. Well, just that phone call, just that big donor's influence was able to turn around this hospital. If they can go to do it in Texas, they can do it anywhere. In our thanks and, and recognition to Save Texas Kids for that effort. Jesus cares more about those kids than apparently the sterilizing doctors were prescribing Jesus said this in Luke 17, you better not offend those kids because it'd be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and that he'd be thrown in the depths of the sea than anyone should offend one of these little ones. Don't hurt the kids, don't offend them, if, especially if they're uh, following Christ, right? Don't dissuade them and cause them confusion. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name for every one of these children, uh, whether they're confused or dysphoric or, or being manipulated and recruited by uh, LGBT propaganda. Father, we pray for clarity of thought and healing in each of their minds that they could reach their fullest potential and become the young man or woman that God designed them to be from the beginning without self-hatred, without self-cutting or mutilation, without, uh, attempts at suicide or whatever they struggle with. Father, we pray instead that they will love themselves and love their neighbor. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. 
When we come back, a court rules that Christian photographers must participate in gay weddings. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. (laughs) We need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story comes from Christian Post who reports, a court, a federal court in New York has now ruled that Christian photographers cannot decline participation in gay weddings if they provide those same services to straight weddings. Christian Post says a federal judge has ruled that a New York based Christian photographer must provide services to homosexual wedding celebrations despite even if they hold religious objections to gay marriage as a principle. U.S. District Judge, District Court Judge Frank Garacci Jr. of the Western District of New York rejected a request by Emily Carpenter of the upstate New York-based Emily Carpenter Photography to grant a preliminary injunction against a state anti-discrimination law. In his ruling Monday, the leftist judge, the Obama appointee, concluded the following, quote, New York has a compelling interest in ensuring that individuals without regard to sexual orientation have equal access to publicly available goods and services, and that the accommodation clause is narrowly tailored as applied to the plaintiff to serve that interest. As a result, even if the accommodation clause compels speech or expressive association, in a manner that implicates the plaintiff's free speech and free association interests, the provision survives strict scrutiny 
New York's public accommodation laws are neutral, he says, by only bringing an as applied challenge, the plaintiff virtually concedes that the laws are facially neutral. She raises no non-conclusory factual allegations that the laws were enacted without any kind of religious or anti-religious motivation, end quote. So here's a judge who literally rules the plaintiff, the photographer's religious views are irrelevant because they didn't make the argument the right way in court. I can't believe this. Of course, the lawyers for the Christian, uh, in fact, Alliance Defending Freedom Senior Counsel Jonathan Scruggs said the opposite. He denounced that judge's decision in a new statement and vowed to appeal the ruling to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. ADF attorney Scruggs maintained the following, quote, the court's decision continues down a dangerous path of the government compelling artists to speak messages that violate their religious beliefs or imposing steep fines, closing their businesses or even throwing them in jail, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Christian Post for that report. So there's some legal terminology in here, right? Compelling government interest. They're basing this off the 1992 Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which in a sense says that the government can only infringe upon your religion if they have a compelling government interest. Well, first of all, that's not what the First Amendment says, but the government can never infringe upon your religious expression or your, your conscience views. Uh, but that, that notwithstanding, the government of New York, they say they have a compelling government interest to make the Christian photographers participate in sodomite weddings. Um, and then even if there is a compelling government interest, they have to survive something called strict scrutiny. In other words, the judge has to look at it and say, well, because you're invading on someone's religion, we're gonna look at you very strictly. And this judge says, no, we don't have to look at you very strictly. We're gonna look at you generally because it's a generally neutral law and it's applied to everybody, uh, Christian or non-Christian. Really? Then how come only the Christians are the ones being punished? So the judge's own logic just self-contradicts. Uh, we discern the demonic spirit upon you, Frank Garacci Jr., the judge from the Second Circuit, and probably all the Obama appointees that would agree with you. The demonic spirit began with the Obama administration in their appointing of pro-homosexual judges. That's where the demons are. Not setting aside the sexual immorality of, of the sodomite weddings, the Christians are now being persecuted. They're coming after us and they wanna shut down your business. Well, we say no, we're gonna stand with the gospel. The Bible says this in Psalm one, blessed is the man and blessed are you, Emily Carpenter, who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Blessed are you, Emily Carpenter, when you manifest the spirit of God to defend religious freedom. Let's take a short break and we'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. 
In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for standing with us. Even though the holidays are past, you can still get a, a, a charitable deduction for the new year, 2022, when you give at PrayInJesusName.org. The main me, mainstream media are not bringing you these kind of stories that we bring you on PIJN News. You probably didn't even hear about Emily Carpenter until we mentioned it. Please donate and help us. There's a button on the right side of our website, PrayInJesusName.org, for recurring monthly pledge. For as little as $1 a month, you can set it and forget it and become a regular sponsor of this show. The Bible says in Psalm 112, a good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. God bless you in Jesus' name. If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. Leave a message if it's after hours, but during hours, we wanna pray with you, 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.